got to do a little disclaimer for this episode. Uh, had some <laughs> technical difficulties. My internet is awful. I probably got booted four or five times. Uh, four or five. Um, different times throughout this conversation, especially at the end. So, um, but I had a great talk with Julio Reynosa and Chris Madrigal of the Town Tailgate. Make sure to go follow them on social media at the Town Tailgate. They have a YouTube page as well. Um, yeah, really dedicated. They got a podcast pretty much every week covering the team. They've been on it for a couple of years now. Uh, really fun guys to talk to. So here's our interview. Sorry about the, the technical difficulties. All right, let's get to it. All right, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the Ricky Henderson Podcast, the greatest ball podcast at GOAP. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Um, I can't believe I haven't had you guys on before, but welcome uh, the two hosts of the Town Tailgate. We got Julio Reynoso and Chris Madrigal, longtime friends of the pod. Uh, long time, first time, as as Julio said. So thanks. First time, uh, long time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's what, or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sports talk radio classic. Like you have yeah. to throw that on there. Yeah. First time, long yeah. time. So hey, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, I, we were just talking offline, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on with the team right now. Um, first of all, we got <laughs> we have to start off with the third deck, section three thirty four of. Uh, that video that Dallas Braden and Jared Carabas's podcast put out, Baseball is Dead, of uh, it appeared appears to be <laughs> a man getting dome in the third deck. Uh, and then um, the next day we went over, uh, some of my friends, that are, we, we made signs and all that stuff. Um, isn't it kind of funny how, like, <laughs> what do you guys, I Wait, mean, I don't know. Time what do you guys out, think time about out. That, that yeah. was your friends who made those signs? Is that up there? Yeah, 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 you guys so, are oh, that's man. so great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that that was your friends. I was like, I just when you posted it, I thought that I was hilarious. That just a couple of days later, just someone in general just went up there and was like, <laughs> No, I wrote a blog about it, dude. This is my childhood friends from back home. We were just like drinking, <laughs> we, we were just drinking a beer and we were just like, Uh, well, I was like, Hey, do you guys want to go to the game? And they were like, Yeah, and I was like, Okay, if we do, I have to get a video of from the seat, and they were like, Oh, yeah. Well, and then, then the thing we were at a bar, you know, we were at Kingfish, and the things just kind of escalated from there. And then you uh, should have went with like a bunch of whiteout and just like you know how like <laughs> yeah. you know how like yeah. certain stadiums will have like oh this was the seat that you know yeah. this this was this person's season ticket holder. You should have just yeah. went in a whiteout. Just the, the, you know, the entire dude, look, because they're not going to clean that up. That's just going to be there forever no. if you if you, uh, white, look, if you do that that mark. You have to remember. Oakland just has a history, not just the team, just the city of Oakland has a history of freaky shit. Let's not forget Digital Underground once got busy on Burger King bathroom. So, like, why are we shocked here, folks? Well, dude, even, uh, well, like, Deadspin, they pulled up footage from, like, 1997. Have you guys ever seen that footage of in the third deck, people having sex? But like, that was that, that wasn't, that wasn't the Coliseum, though. Wasn't that somewhere else? No, that was the Coliseum, dude. Was yeah. it really? Yeah, it was at the Coliseum. <laughs> so it was like 25 years ago, the same. Well, they actually went all the way. Um, but yeah, she was like sitting on top of him. Like in the yeah. Yeah. Did or yeah. the. the <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I just want to try and see if we can wrap our heads around him <laughs> and like go inside the mind of the one getting the dome. <laughs> so you're up there. 
and you have the Coliseum, which is a, I'm watching a, bowl. a big league baseball game. It's a, it's a perfect <laughs> bowl. It's a perfect bowl. Just like this weird ring light in my hotel room that's sitting above me. And so I, I understand the idea of like, all right, I'm going to go to the very top of their deck. No one's going to be able to see me. Like this is going to be private and it's going to be an amazing story. And I can tell everybody, but like you're open to everybody in the, <laughs> yeah, maybe, like literally the entire not, stadium, like except for the people like, underneath yeah, the first deck and the underneath second, the first yeah. deck, like everybody yeah. <laughs> can see you, bro. Like, like that, if, well, if that's that probably was, what the, that's probably that? what the king, that's probably what turned them on. They're like, Oh, everybody yeah. that's, that's probably the what thing. If on. he knew that, then that is just i this man deserves a medal or a holiday or something <laughs> or just just name the coliseum after him we should just, just ditch, ditch ring central light. and just give it's it to him the best way to it's the best way to honor him paint the seat light. i mean that is a god <laughs> among men right there also let's 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 try and propose let's try and pose this question who do we think that girl was do we think that that was his girlfriend or do you think that was like a tinder i think i think i think it was a mutual they they got turned off like that's not a just like first date tinder thing that's like a you've been together for like a few years you know what each other likes and like you know <laughs> oh, man. i think they're in my opinion i think they're early in the relationship because that's when i think the people are the most active that's what I was going to say, dude. I'm yeah, thinking maybe, maybe, maybe this was a first face. date. This Tinder is just date. like to spice it up. Just like, you know, like, hey. And he was like, I bet you won't. And she's like, yes, I will. <laughs> the thing is, though, think about it. This is a what? How old is the Coliseum? It's 65, 64 years old. Yeah, sure. There's, uh, been, there's <laughs> probably been worse things throughout the history of things that have happened in the Coliseum. Any game, just go into the men's <laughs> bathroom on the first deck. They're, those are the most horrible things. Like every every single game, it just gets worse and worse. Dude, I remember going to a Raiders game and I uh, <laughs> I like saw, I, I smelled weed smoke for like probably the first time in my life. And I looked around and people were like smoking kazoos and they had joints in the kazoos. It was so mm-hmm. fucking funny, um, dude. That's like my first member of the Raiders games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first memory of seeing breasts in person was at a Raider. <laughs> Dude, my internet sucks, man. I don't know what's going on. My MLB TV streams, whatever's going on. But dude, I feel oh, hella yeah. bad because you were literally the last thing I heard you say was the first time I ever saw breasts, and then it cut off. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first time I ever Hold saw on. is your re- oh he is recording okay it's recording yeah, I think the recording. first time I saw breasts I must have been eight years eight or nine years old. I was at a Raider game and a woman flashed in the in, in the stadium. And I just remember looking over and be like, well, what was that? My dad was just trying to be like, hey, don't look over there. And like trying to but like let me, let, always great let me ask you guys, man. let yeah. me ask you guys this question. If you're Julio's dad, like you you are, it's your son. <laughs> do you do what Julio's dad did? And do you brush away? Do you like get a good look, son? Take <laughs> I, those would, in. I would just be like. Welcome to the Raiders game, son. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just like a rite of passage. I mean, I would, I would kind of like. You'd probably be drunk. You probably just think it's funny. I, I would think it's funny. I don't know, <laughs> but that's why I don't have kids. Also, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I think it would depend if like my wife was there with me. My wife was there with me. I'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cover his eyes. No, yeah. <laughs> but if if not, I would just be like, just kind of look around, act like you don't see it, and just kind of just let him take it in. I don't know. Maybe that's bad. Uh, that was probably like the third uh, worst thing I've seen in that. And that, I don't know how many years my dad had season tickets up there. And like, we're like oh, okay. Track. 
That was the, first, like the third worst yeah, thing Yeah, the I first saw. knife fight I ever saw was at a Raiders game. I was like, oh, that's from, sick. <laughs> we were in the parking lot afterwards. It was a Raiders-Dolphins game, and it was I think it was a playoff game. And afterwards, for whatever reason, these dudes started fighting, and the dudes busted out a knife. My dad's like, all right, let's get out of here. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I, I, have a, I have a conundrum of at a, a story at a Raider game where I've been weighing with this, the morality and the just, <laughs> if I made the good decision or not, ever since I did it. So I was like 22 years old. I was in college and me and my buddies, we, we went to the Raider game. We were tailgating before. This was like when they sucked. And I think there was one touchdown whole game. Like the Raiders won seven to zero and it was a Darren McFadden, like 95 yard touchdown. Sick touchdown. <laughs> and so I'm going to the bathroom and I go pee in the stall and they're on the ground, not like close to, to the toilet, like on the corner on the ground is a full beer and I'm fucking wasted. We had been like, we had been tailgating all day. And oh, I am in college no. and, I have <laughs> and I pick it up and I'm like, should Don't I drink it, this Chris. beer? Don't do it, Chris. I did it, dude. I did it. No way. Oh, wait. It, it wasn't pee, <laughs> right? But was it all right? Was it okay? Was it decent? It tastes like someone literally just bought it. They went to the bathroom. Oh. They set down their oh, beer and the then they forgot, forgot it. it. Oh, yeah. You scared wow. the shit out of me. I'm like, please don't tell me you drink piss. <laughs> no, no, it was, no, be it was beer. Like, no, 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 no. No, it was beer. Oh God! That's and a little it, risky move. Like I don't know if I can. I don't have the courage. Scared. You never know. It was a risky <laughs> move, but I wasn't sober enough to be. In, I wasn't in the right state of mind to make good decisions. And I took it and I drank it. And it, no, literally, like it, it. I'm pretty sure just the person before me set it down and he forgot his beer and just walked right out. <laughs> oh my God! Well, that takes that takes uh, balls, dude. I don't know if I have. I don't have the guts to do that. <laughs> I don't know, like as much. Well, I don't know. Well, well, not yeah. not as many guts as the third deck blowjob guy, but, but you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's bring it back to baseball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Oakland A's played a baseball today with a uh, baseball game today, which was very entertaining. Uh, they won three to two in ten innings. Uh, <laughs> it was that pitchers' duel with Jesus and Cole. Uh, what did you guys think of first of all before the game even did you guys see Jesus's comments about uh, coming back to Oakland or anything? Did you guys see any? No, of that? no, I didn't. Get no, no. What did he say? That. So he said it was like um, uh, I have to I have to pull it up. Matt Kalahara. He he did like a little group powwow, but um, he basically said like Oakland was my home, um, but it felt like a punch in the face. That was like the big quote. He's like it felt like a punch in the face when he got like traded. A, yeah, when he got traded and. Um, it was a big wake up call. He said, ultimately, it was a good thing for me. But the fact, you know, he's like, I felt like they um, they gave up on me. Um, that's what he said. So it was like pretty charged. Like, ultimately, he was like, I he's like, ultimately, I think long term, this was good for me. But in the short term, it was not good. You know? Yeah, I, I don't blame him for that yeah. statement. No, I don't it's blame him like, either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think he's and especially I don't know, his numbers have been really good this year um like last year he was numbers were really bad as era was like in the sixes and i was like in the three four range like 3.40 range like i don't know he's sick but but uh but then Irvin the, had a, the Irvin way that had, yeah sorry just real quick the way that i see it is like he was being for years they were telling him he was going to get the keys of this kingdom and that king was you know the ace yeah. this ace of this starting rotation and you're going to be you know, one of the best pitchers in this division. And really then good. the year he that he, yeah. the first year he got that opportunity, 
And like he would have been the opening day star that year. I think it was Seabass because Luzardo, or no, I think it was last minute they changed it up, right? Seabass won the opening last day, year, star right? Day role. Yeah. Yeah. Something something like that. I, I don't think he was injured. But anyway. Yeah. Um, like I remember going on our pod and me and Julio were talking about why he didn't get the opening day starting spot. And we were like, dude, Jesus Lazardo has probably like six years of being the A's opening day starter. Like this is unfortunate for him, but he's, you know, he's going to be there for many years to come. He's going to be like the Sonny Gray. I think Sonny Gray started five, five opening days in a row or something like that, which is a lot for an A's player. And then, you know, he gets the keys of the kingdom and then they kind of turn on him and they're like, sorry, man, we need an outfielder. And then they all make the playoffs. You know, like I don't blame him. It would be a slap in the face to me too, especially and, and young, then the outfielder and, left. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I, I think I actually commend the A's for going all in last year, but it's just, like, also, you know, in retro, I mean, I don't know. I think in the in, in that time, they made the right move, but now, obviously, it looks bad with Marte. Yeah. 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 Because we thought it, we, we were like, oh, Marte's in center, Canna left, and then Ramon and, and Ramon's right. going to be in right, and then he gets a spin in the baseball. next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even, can't even um, think about it. But they look, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, honestly, we're always gonna root for him just to see him throw a yeah. no hitter almost through six. I was like, oh fuck, Mike, he's gonna get us. And then, uh, but then as soon as I text that to Chris, what happened, Chris? Oh, Julio, uh, just so your listeners know, Julio <laughs> is infamous for for jinxing no hitters. He'll do, he'll say it, and then literally like the next, he'll it text happened, me to it, yeah. and then literally like the next pitch, it, it's over. And yeah. he did it to the gate today, and that's exactly what happened. He's like, no, nah, it's going to happen here, and it did. <laughs> he's like, dude, Lizardo's about to no-no us. And then it was the next pitch that he gave gave it up. And he's like, well, <laughs> never mind. All right. So so Julio's like an anti-curse, basically. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, yeah. Whatever if you need any, any, you know, if there's any bad juju in your life, just let me say it out loud, and I guess I should it'll fix. But uh, honestly, Chris will, will like, kind of vouch for me. When the A's first got Cole Irvin, it was like a like a, a random pick in the last offseason. I was like, dude, yeah, I it was think like for guy- cash considerations. Yeah, for yeah. the Phillies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this guy might be decent because if there was like a number, if you looked at his road home splits, because, you know, playing in Philly is such a tough pitcher stadium. I'm like, this guy might be pretty good or like might be good to turn around. And I, I think I tweeted it from our account. He's had yeah. something like seven starts in a row where he's gone six innings. Like no, we he... haven't had that all year from anybody. I'm like, dude, he's just kind of been like a real revelation. No, he's a monster, dude. I yeah, Cole, especially today, the way he pitched was so entertaining. Like eleven strikeouts and like nine of them were fastballs, which you know, like, you know, he doesn't. He tops out at like ninety four. He's still getting yeah. strikeouts, dude. It was it was it was a fun game to watch today. And then they walked it off with a sky bolt sack fly. But, but yeah, what do you guys think of Irvin? I mean, he's like the ace. I mean, he's definitely the guy now, you know? I I feel like he's a guy who just sticks. I, I don't know this for sure, but he, based on my observations, he seems like a guy who sticks really closely to his game plan. And like a lot of pitchers, I feel like after a couple innings through, kind of change it up for whatever reasons. Yeah. Maybe they're getting data that's showing them like, hey, this isn't working. Or maybe they're just getting like your emotions are getting into it. But like, he just seems like a guy who really sticks to it. Like, I don't, I rarely see him shake off the catcher. I mean, I guess you don't see it anymore. But like last year, I didn't really see him catch, shake off the catcher. Um, that being said, I, I just don't, you know, I see him as just like a, a reliable 
middle of the rotation guy. Like I, he's standing out on this rotation because there's a lot no, of. Oh yeah, I mean it's the ace. I mean, I yeah. mean he's the ace in Oakland. You know. Now, now in two or three gone, years you know. <laughs> that we have, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now in like two or three years when we have, hopefully fingers crossed, another competitive team, where is he in the rotation? I would probably say around like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean. He, yeah. You know what you get out of him every out of him every start, which is good. Like he's reliable, but is he is he going to be that gunslinger? Probably not. To quote one of Chris's favorite things, he's got heavy blank player energy. He's yeah. got heavy Ted Lilly energy. <laughs> that's a good comparison. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't I like Ted Lilly was a I was like an all star at least once, right? Dude, I, he I was. Don't know. But I'm, I'm pretty know. sure I got to check with who though. And Maybe also, with like Blue Jays. Sorry, go ahead, Alex. No, I was gonna say, have you guys noticed his hair? Have you guys noticed his hair yeah. recently? That thing is like blossoming into a huge mullet now. Huge yeah. mullet. Got a big mullet. <laughs> what do you what do you like so much about him though, Alex? I just uh, I I like his pace and he just he just keeps attacking and he's just like a like his I feel like it's really hard in today's game to do what he's doing. Like clearly he's figured out something because his his ERA in, in relation to the strikeout totals, like he's in like in a league of his own, you know, like yeah. he's figured out how to pitch with his shit. And like, um, I think it's mental for him. He's just kind of has this fucking, I, I know it's like overthrown, but like bulldog mentality, but like I, he changed his mentality with him. It's like, he's, he's much harder now. Um, it, it used to be softer. Um, I don't know. It's like a different presence about him. He always had that quick pace, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, I like Irving. I like Irving. I feel like the, the pace goes back to his, like, his sticking to his game plan type of thing. It's just like, he's just, yeah. he's almost like a robot up there. Like, nothing gets to him. He's just like, all right, this is where I'm at now. You got to yeah. move on to the next batter. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, Ted Lilly, two time All Star, once with the Blue Jays, once with the Cubs. Boom. Um, do you guys remember when you're that cold's was- coming? You got two times in your, <laughs> at uh, least, in your future. At least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he was traded after the A's, who was he traded for? I, I couldn't tell you. So what what, what year was this? Like 2007? 2004. So the year he became an all-star, that offseason, he was traded. Or 2003 was his last year in Oakland. He was traded in the offseason. That fo- season, 2004, he became an all-star. Did he go to the Cubs that year? No. It was the Blue Jays. And I'll give you a hint. This is you're talking about Cole's hair growing back out. This is another dude with big Esteban hair. Loiza? No, no, he big hair. Think of like big hair in that era. Bob, Bobby Kelty? Yep, oh, there you go. Wow. Nice pull, dude. There nice you go. Pull. The he the ginger. <laughs> the big ginger. Oh man. He was so cool. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, that was a second walk up of the homestand. Um, it's funny how underwhelming the walk ups are. It's like a sack fly, and then <laughs> the other one was like mm-hmm. an infield error. <laughs> but whatever, you know. Can we talk about the the four missed calls in a row by the umpire? Oh, that was pretty wild. On that, uh, like like it, Dallas threw Zach a Jackson? fit. This is yeah. why I love Dallas. He threw that fit on the broadcast, and you're just like, and he's going for like ten minutes straight, and you're just sitting there like that's this is why dallas is my guy like he speaks for us fans like he's just like he's just absolutely so he missed a, a, a what was probably the most clear strike of the three pitches that um are the in first question one, right the first yeah one? 
yeah, yeah. Which should have been which should have been a uh, a, a strikeout, and then end of the inning because like, that's three outs, and then the second one uh, was like just on the like the outside, like not even the corner, just like on the outside of the plate a little bit, but in the strike zone. But the the umpire doesn't call it because Shea throws it over to second for the stolen base, and then that umpire calls an out at at the second base for the stolen base but it's clearly safe yeah. and then he misses an, he, the the home plate umpire misses another strike that's in the zone right it's just like it blew my mind that that this yeah. like this inning should have been over yeah yeah the, the first strike was particularly egregious like it was like a half a baseball inside the zone each way like it was clear like it was a perfect pitch by Z- jackson he got out of the end he should have got out of like Alex, if your box is a strike, your box on my Zoom is a strike zone. It was like where your coats are on your on your door. It was like <laughs> that much in the strike zone. <laughs> it was in there. It should for the listeners. For listeners, his coats are right over his his right shoulder. Right there on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That's the advantage of watching on YouTube, folks. <laughs> and my uh, sick uh, pool party T-shirt. What it do? That's yeah, Warriors World. Is that a Warriors World? No, this was from the team shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know they both came out with one, but I, I grabbed the Warriors. Oh, yeah. I grabbed this one for the team shop when I was back in the Bay Area. What game did you go to? None. I was just, I was <laughs> driving back. I was driving back from the city to LA. And on the way out, I was like, I told my girlfriend, like, hey, I need to make a pit stop. And I was like, <laughs> I just went by Chase. The team store was open. I just ran in, grabbed a couple shirts, and did. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm cautiously like Warriors are fun, but it's also a lot of work for me. So I'm kind of enjoying this baseball all summer. <laughs> right now. Oh, yeah. It's so nice, dude. And um, the thing we've kind yeah. of been like hammering on all year is like, look, we all knew this team was going to be pretty bad. Like we knew this was going to yeah. be a bad team, I mean, but, and this is probably going to be like the worst team of our lifetime by the end, like, statistically <laughs> by the end of it. Um, like, you would so hope, far, you would hope. Yeah. <laughs> worst team so far. But um, you always find these things about this team that, like, you get enter- entertainment out of and you, like, kind of start loving out of. So, like, yeah, Corvin becoming an ace this season has been awesome. Zach Jackson just becoming, like, a freaking horse out of the pen. Mm-hmm. AJ dude, Puck kind of Alcevedo, Danny, like, I don't know Danny gave up a dinger today, but, like, dude, just, yeah, Sam Mole, like, Puck, like, all those yep. guys are – Dude, bullpen's looking good next year. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really excited. But it and uh, dude, uh, Alex, we were talking about it on on our pod like a, like I don't know a couple months ago. No, maybe like a month ago. And we looked up the contracts for like all like the core like the core five guys in the bullpen. We've got them locked up to like 2024, 2025. Like it's yeah, for sure. Like they're all pretty much rookies except for Puck. (laughs) You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Like those guys are here, dude. Um. But yeah, speaking of relievers, I want to talk about Lou Trevino, dude. Um, <laughs> Lou Trevino's coming back to Oakland. How much do you guys want to see him come in and like a lot, like like tie game, like a three three game, like today's game for perhaps, like a three three game in the ninth, and Lou Trevino comes in in the bottom of the ninth. How awesome would that be? <laughs> that would be great. And you know they're gonna let him do it because Aaron Boone just seems like the kind of manager who's just like, oh, you got your vendetta against somebody. All right, cool. I'll make sure you're lined up with that because he's just like a hothead himself right <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what this was all about this was all about those uh like 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 jesus was amped the fuck up today because he was playing the ace dude you know? i was i was like oh i thought yeah. for sure i'm like oh we're the snow hitter's happening today i thought for sure i was gonna do it but that was a great game yeah, that was a fun game today 
I don't think that Trevino's going to get the classic A's welcome back, like standing ovation. In fact, I don't think he'll get any form of that. I any, think it'll be mixed. Of the sort. Do you think people are going to be so compelled to boo? I think it'll be like a lukewarm. I don't think there's going to be enough people in there to boo. <laughs> I, I don't look at the end of the day. Um, look, I think the 2018 season when that bullpen was trying in. That's true. Liam and, and Lou, like young Lou. You're like, dude, he was a monster that season. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, he was incredible that year. And he never hit that kind of stride again, which kind of sucks. But uh, you know, we he probably was the player that dealt with the most shit over the last few years. And I think that's just the the world you have to realize you're in when you're a reliever is people have short memories. Um, like I don't have a real well, I'm not gonna go in at that dude on Twitter and talk shit to him all the time, just I hope he hey, gets. A, I hope he gets a good. Well. I hope he gets a good reception. Like I hope he claps, and then if you don't like him, just don't do anything. But all you hear is a few scattered claps, if at worst, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he tried, but you know, it, it was just like a roller coaster every time he came in there, dude. <laughs> dude, literally terms- emotional roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> See, like last year, end of last year, when we're like we're trying to win games for playoffs, and he's blowing them like every other like time he comes in. You're just like, oh my god, we really fucking needed that win at last the yesterday. Toronto, you know? Yeah. The I Toronto mean, just I can't specifically think of one, but just there were so many. That, that's that's the one I think. Or no, that was him who gave up the walk off to Marcus in Toronto, right? Like in September. Yeah. I think I think so. Toronto. Yeah. There was some other walk off. I, I have a gift. I was. I was like going through uh we got a 10 minute warning from Zoom. But uh <laughs> I was going through some old gifts and I, I just um, yeah, I think it was that one, but I don't know, just Lou, there's some yeah, he definitely had some games where he just looked like just so upset. Like you could just mm-hmm. tell, like, oh, I just lost the game. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just saw some gifts. I think it might have been Toronto. He just looked devastated. Yeah. Uh look, it, it could be worse. You could be John Lester and Matt Holiday coming back to Oakland, which is like, we're going to devour you. <laughs> it's like, Lou, you know what? Hey, no harm, no foul. You're here all these years. You gave us at least one really good year. Yeah. But it doesn't, uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to see Frankie. Um, oh, interesting. Is that a hack? I, I can make you a host? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. How do I do that, dude? You go to participants, and then there will be um, more next to my name. All I right. can drop it. We're, yeah. we're 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 hacking the system. Chris is uh, premium, so we don't have to quit in seven minutes. Let's go! Boom! Are you? I still uh, have the the time left on me. Yeah, for I've me still seen the time left on. Oh this. yeah, that's weird. maybe it's because I set up the room, but hey, we could always just start up another one. Um, because yeah, I I still want to talk about like the Yankees. I feel like there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Donaldson's on the team. I I don't think we're gonna see Frankie because Frankie just pitched uh yesterday and unless they skip a starter tomorrow or to um you know he could pitch on sunday but uh yeah i don't know dude i think this is gonna be fun as there's such hell of people former a's coming through the rest of the season you know yeah i mean they're gonna kick our ass but it'll be fun to see all these former former oakland greats as julio will call them uh julio and has dallas. Some strong and dallas said it on the broadcast yeah he did <laughs> he did he gave us credit too on twitter which is pretty cool um 
uh, Julio has some strong feelings towards Josh Donaldson, this at least this past year. He is not a big fan of him. It seems like nobody in New York likes him. Like I've seen a lot of t- anti-Josh uh, Donaldson tweets in, in, uh, on Twitter, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, he just sounds like he's just kind of an asshole. And it's like, you know, well, it's whatever. Yeah, you weren't an asshole ten years ago. So I'm like, whatever. When you when we were at our prime and you were there, and you were one year away from that winning MVP, but it wasn't in Oakland. Um, always, always, always have left with the guy. I think Is just, just like the way he interacts with the media and stuff like that, or what? I haven't, even, I haven't really seen many JD clips. Or oh, anything. it was the whole when the whole Tim Anderson thing went down. Oh, that thing. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. just that just rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all. I mean, Tim Anderson probably. You know, we don't know exactly what he said. He could have been bullshitting a little bit, but for us, like, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like we. I've, I've talked about this to somebody before. It's like when somebody, let's say, like, oh, Chris and I make a joke with each other that we have a joke for this to each other, but then like you try to make that joke, it's like, no, you're you don't get that joke kind of thing. That's what it sounded <laughs> like. But that's what sound like with Johnson and and Ta. It's like, oh. If, Donald, if TA is making that joke with like Torres because they know each other from years, but then Donaldson isn't. Well, yeah, you can't say that, dude. Yeah. I feel like it's even, like you don't have I think it's even one layer even more removed. It'd be like if like me and you had an inside joke, Julio, and like Cole Irvin. No, that's a bad example. But and Lou Trevino tried to weigh in on it. And you're like, dude, I've never even met you before. And you're trying to get in on this joke that you heard third party from a former teammate of ours. Come on. It's yeah. turbo time. You don't get to participate in the turbo time. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, are they going to come back with another season of that? Uh, oh, I think they're already locked up third season. For I hope so. Leave. I think you should leave. That's a great That's a great show. Uh, but, dude, did you guys see uh, Chapman's ridiculous play and then Olsen hit a grand slam into the river today? Like, isn't that fun? <laughs> like, <laughs> Julio's, for our, our uh, non-YouTube visitors, Julio's rubbing his face right now. Because uh, <laughs> I'm just seeing... <laughs> Sheldon Noisy making just pedestrian errors at third. Mm-hmm. And then you got like Seth Brown is like always finding his way off of first when making it's, brutal, like, it's, not their, it's not their fault. They're brutal. not these natural position players, but I'm just thinking like Gallon at short. And then if Trappy and Olsen were there with TK at second and then Smurf at short catcher. Yeah. Well, a, I, I was thinking how cool it, I was thinking how cool it would be. Like, I know this is super pipe dream, but like, yeah, Olsen. Uh, Allen at second, Semyon at short, and then Chapman at third. Like that would be such, and then Murphy and Catcher. That'd oh, be an amazing. God. That'd be an amazing infield. That would be so cool, you know. <laughs> and that could have happened. That actually could have happened. <laughs> uh, uh, it would have been a lot of money, but uh, but hey, <laughs> that, but at least uh, Shingle Langliers looks. Shit. yeah what do you okay so what do you guys think is going to happen that catcher? because i feel like there's already you know they can't dh shay five times a week i mean maybe they can but is that the you know how long can you do that like i feel like it's a detriment to him to dh i, I would like them to do that do i think they will no because whatever it's going to be whether it be you know, if he DHs five times a week and then he catches twice and then Murph DHs the two times he catches, that like you if you if you built that philosophy, like Julio said it on our pod, like you you have to 
they have to would they, they would have to play every day and that would be really tough on them and also like i i, I would think that an ego thing would get in the way as well shay's maybe shay's like dude what the fuck i'm a gold glove caliber catcher and you got me fucking sitting on the bench five times a, a week on you know it's just i don't know i don't know how it's go down i i would love to see yeah. the catching dh duo uh, it maybe that could be billy beans next money ball changing <laughs> he's constantly he's constantly changing this game maybe he maybe that's what he does but i don't know man we'll I, yeah. we've never seen it before but we've also never seen a team, well, at least in as at least I can think of for these ace teams, a team where both catchers are elite defensively, but then they can also just hit the crap out of the ball like these two mm-hmm. do. Yeah. But to yeah. kind of piggyback on what Chris was saying, it's just like if you're going to have to DH one of them, you kind of look at what the Angels have to deal with with Otani playing every day, which has to, he has to be in the lineup and he has to be DH every day. There's no one in positions, yeah. which is fine because it's Otani. Is one of the best hitters in baseball overall, but it's just like, what's going to happen if like one of these guys starts yeah. becoming like, you know, st- you start seeing the bigger numbers against pitching or right-handed pitching or whatever it could be. Mm-hmm. And it starts affecting them down the line. What, what do you guys think about the possibility? Do you guys think like, what if they like experiment with Shea at first base? Do you guys think, would you guys ever consider that? Or do you think they would consider that? Like, I, I, I was looking, he played eight games there in college. Like, barely. But I don't know. I mean, it's not like... Catchers com- make good first basemen, too, because they can scoop. He's or, athletic as shit, too. I feel like he's really athletic, and, like, he would be good over there. You know? But I don't know. what do you do with Soderstrom, though? Or why not try well, it for third? now? Like, for I'm thinking 2023. Like, for 2023, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not try a third? Honestly, I think he could... I think yeah, we haven't figured out more, third. I think... I, I feel like there's just many third basemen who were catchers at some point in their career. Donaldson started as a catcher and look how yeah. def- I, I feel like became. I feel like Shea's quick enough where he could probably handle that because it, I mean they don't have anybody better, you know. It's mm-hmm. like it's like their defense, their infield defense is rough right now, dude. It's rough. And we talked about the other night. I'm like, really, there's no real guys who are gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be our everyday third baseman in the future. You're pretty much gonna be hoping that like Galoff is gonna be able to de- you know, produce yeah. defensively at third or that Max Muncy is going to be able to make that adjustment and go play third in the future. Cause right now yeah. there's, I don't think there's really an, a guy that is going to be there in this moment. Like they're all short stops or second baseman. I, I just think that catcher too. Like I know today he had a, that throw, even that, that throw, I know they didn't get him, but it was still a nice throw. Like every throw I've seen from him has been on point, you know? And I think you go ahead. Sorry. I would say the reality is though, um, I've, I've, I've expressed this multiple times on, multiple different avenues i think the goal for this team at least next tread line is they need to be their farm needs to be top 10 or top 15 if not top 10 in baseball and the reality is if they're there i think they have they have four guys in the top 100 prospect pool right now which is actually it's pretty good it's above a lot of teams you think they would be above um but if they want to get to that you know higher they're gonna have to sell more guys but the only guys that can really sell left are Murph and Ramon and you're not going to get much for Ramon anymore but I think Murph it's there's no better time to get somebody to get more prospects than with someone like him I I think they need position players dude because they keep stocking up these pitchers but it's there's no like position player depth outside of catcher dude but the position player depth they do have it's all middle infielders it's literally all middle infielders like there's no outfielders in that in that those those prospect rankings like it's pretty it's pretty bleak and I'm curious, like, I wonder how 
athletic Max Muncy is because he's young. If you need to move a guy into the outfield and start developing, developing him there, why not him? He plays middle infield, which is like a quickness kind of position. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's something there. And then, yeah, maybe you could move Shea to the infield somewhere. Like, I don't know. They have to do something yeah. for the outfield. Yeah, I feel like – yeah, I just feel like uh, there's something. And maybe they'll just sell high on Murph because he's finishing out the year. He's killing it. You know, he's doing really well. Um, he's about to enter his – and that's the thing. He's about to enter his first-year arbitration. So it's under three years of club control. And I, I know Force has said that. There's no reason to move him. But, like, he probably won't – I mean, maybe he will be part of that core in 2024, 25 when they're competitive again. But mm-hmm. – you know, maybe you want Shea Langoliers to be the guy who's like five years young or like three or four years. I don't know how much the age difference is. I'm assuming it's like four or five, three or four years. But because I think like what, Murph 29, I think Langoliers is 26. So something uh, like Shea is 24. Mm-hmm. Shea's 24. I mean, yeah. And Murph, pretty young. I'd say Murph is probably like 29. Let's see. 27. 27. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, they're both. Okay. So, yeah. So three year difference. I mean, <laughs> Dude, the, th- the third picture, if you Google ah. Sean Murphy is him. Getting him the cheeks. Nice. I'm surprised that's not the first picture. Well, that's what's funny. Yeah, those are like the two, like the blowjob and the Sean Murphy getting hit in the head are like two (laughs) highlights of the season. Yeah, those were like just casual baseball fans. You're going to remember the 2022 A season. Yeah. I told Chris the other day because he brought it up of Sky Bolt throwing up in the outfield. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that too. I'm never going to forget this (laughs) season. No matter how much I try to forget this season, I'm never going to forget it. And like, like oh. the worst part about Skybolt throwing up in the outfield was it was in between pitches. Like he just like, well, that was hella funny. Well, and he looks up and he's like, he's ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just love how the cameras because like he had just come into the game, so they were like panning around the outfield, like, yeah. oh, Skybolt just came in the game, <laughs> and then he yeah. just like immediately just yaks. That was poetic. That was so sick. Like literally, yeah. Was there sick. was a couple things actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just thought about imagine if there is this bizarre world where if um, he held out to go get drafted for another year and they had the first overall pick next year, if somehow Jackson Holiday would have been on the A's. Because we're talking <laughs> about like prospect outfielders. Imagine just like, oh, yeah, we fucking hated your dad when he was here. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're a holiday, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to Oakland, punk. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also wanted to give uh, a shout out, not that he deserves it any more than he already does because he's done enough for the A's media community, but with um, Brody Brazil. I've been watching his YouTube's little like many things he'll put out there. No idea that Nick Allen's uh, future father-in-law is Brett Boone. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I gotta have I can't believe I have haven't had Brody on this thing too. I gotta have Brody on here. I gotta have a Chris, I gotta have Townie on this thing too. Hell yeah. I think you uh, I don't know why. Go ahead, go ahead. No, oh, no, no, no. It, no. Else, God. Oh, it was okay. nothing. Can we just talk about Nick Allen's haircut real quick? <laughs> just just his, real quick. His, he <laughs> looks like he's he looks like he's a 12-year-old kid actor I, in a 90s in a 90s movie. Well, I, I think I'm old now. He's got like I, the, I can't, the, I can't the, judge. The part. I, I'm just old enough where I can't judge. I'm like, is this just what 20? I don't know. This is this is like two generations now separating us. I'm 35. He's what 24, and mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. Like I just think all these young people 
they look ridiculous in general with all it's like <laughs> it's just shaves and then it's really bushy on top it's that's yeah. just like the thing look guys and I he's, don't know. he's he's got a he's got a busy life okay he's got an AIDS game in the morning and then at night he has to go in the stage adaption of Hunchback of Notre Dame where he's quasi. <laughs> I was like, where's the bird coming? I was like, here's the bird coming. Here it comes. Here it comes. He's got the Quasimodo hair. Yeah, it's this it's, for the it's, Oakland it's like Middle a, School production that's yeah. happening in a yeah, couple months. Middle. It's no, the Oakland seventh graders production. I, I had a bowl cut in the 90s. I pretty much rocked a bowl cut from six oh, to, dude, to eighth six to, six, six to eighth grade. I had a bowl cut and uh puka shells. That's what I was rocking in. Oh yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puka shells. The puka shells oh, were I, I got mine in Hawaii too, so I thought they were like super yep. cool. Yeah. Well, dude, when I, I was <laughs> Sixth grade going into middle school that summer, we went to Hawaii. Yeah, me too, dude. Where, which <laughs> island did you go to? Oh, we went to we went to Maui. It was like the only time I've ever been to Hawaii. But oh, I, I just remember I, I was wearing glasses now, I had a puka shells. Dude, yeah, I went to, I went to dude, Hawaii. I, yeah, I had my frosted first tips there. when I was when I was twelve years old. Oh, that was the yeah, that was it, man. Oh yeah, uh, I feel like they're making now. a comeback. I feel like uh, they were when Justin Bieber did it, they started to make a comeback. Now everybody's got fucking frosted tips. Well, dude, did you guys see that picture of Steve Carell that came out lately? He was wearing the yellow. Does he polo. get frosted tips? No, no, he had he was wearing these yellow. Uh, he's like walking next. to, I think it's uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling dressed all sharp, whatever. Uh, fucking Steve oh, Carell. It's um. He's like in New mean. Balances and like baggy pale shorts and like a, a a baggy pale yellow shirt and it's just like uh, I don't know I saw somebody today say like IT and sales and I I don't know it's just I feel like the early two thousands uh, fashion is making a comeback dude uh, like hmm. twenty to twenty tens is com- coming back <laughs> are we gonna start rollerblading again too because i was i I'm fucking not, it love is, rollerblading. It is, dude it's a thing i think i think rollerblading is a thing again and roller nice. skating yeah look kids if you want to find some quality like hollister or, <laughs> or uh what was osiris abercrombie and fitch oh yeah yeah, yeah I might ha- i'm sure i could dig through like my parents attic i might find something for you well, did you see so the, it, ner- the nerdy kicker of the, the Colts, the Rodrigo Blankenship? He oh. came into the game with wheelies, dude. He was... He was did he or, no, he did not. Yeah, he dude. wheeled no, he into the not. stadium, dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's, yeah. that's fucking cool. I'm not even, like, hating on that one. No, yeah. Rodrigo Blankenship. Wheelies. So you're yeah. telling me if I take my rollerblades <laughs> to the skate park down the street, all the 12-year-old kids aren't going to call me the F word? That is... Uh, if you're an NFL kicker. Yeah. If, you, if you're a kicker no, for the No, 12-year-olds don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Don't oh. get much. They like no. They know it's not cool anymore. But they'll say some shit that'll like get to your soul. Teenagers are fucking mean. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That they're just uh, they're just brutal. I was watching this Dude. Arsenal documentary, and they were like, "Yeah, this guy just these teenagers gave me shit. Like you're fifty million pounds, but you're shit." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is what twelve year olds in the UK are saying now. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see my sixteen year old nephew straight up to my brother's like, "Damn, Dad, you're ugly." <laughs> whoa bro what if we were doing that and we just didn't realize it yeah yeah we probably did <laughs> so, i don't know so anyways nick nick allen do what you want <laughs> yeah. hey um so for our viewers on youtube uh chris is about to get abducted to, to by ufo after this episode if you can't tell by his 
Uh, what is <laughs> Chris? It's the what? ring from Arrival, dude. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like this big ass ring light that just goes over my whole hotel room. Well, it's I want to. I want to talk are you about in Brooklyn or are you in? Yeah, what? I yeah. Talk I'm about in more where you're at, dude. What's going I'm on? I'm in. Uh, I'm in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and uh, <laughs> oh, Alex had... bougie! Wow. That's no, like not the, a, that's not at all. It's hip... of, that's the Oakland of the East Coast. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say because it, it's because it's hella hipster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's like. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like it's pretty much Temes, the Temescal of. That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, Or the Mission District of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, so Alex, have you seen the 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 Nathan Fielder show, the rehearsal on HBO? Yes, my brother was. Well, I actually haven't, but I was at my mom's house. Uh, ironically, according to another podcast, when my brother was watching it and cracking the fuck up. And then he, <laughs> he gave me the break. He gave me the cliff notes of what it is. It sounds absurd. Uh-oh. It sounds so really absurd. Insane. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. So there's this, there's one, the first episode, he builds this bar and puts it in a warehouse and it's based off of a real bar. Like to the yeah. very, to the T, he like redoes it and it looks exactly the same. So that bar that he rebuilds to try and like rehearse this person's thing is a block away from me. I went there last night. No shit. It's still yeah, there. I was, yeah, I, was there it? I was there watching like the Yankees game and MLB network and shit. They uh, the it? actual bar. Yeah. It, it's the actual bar. Oh, like, not, the, not, actual the, not the warehouse bar. bar. It's the actual bar that the, they, they like built it up based off of. Oh, I thought you meant they kept the prop bar as like no, a tourist no. attraction. Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, we won't get too far into what happens with the act with the prop bar. We'll yeah. just watch it, and you're, it's r- ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, I, it's hard for me to watch that. It's so, cr- it's like so cringe. I have to turn it. It's so cringe. I, it's hard for me to watch that stuff. Yeah. I, I feel bad for the people, the other people involved. Yeah, so I, it I, gets worse. Yeah, I, I feel like he's humiliating them for our entertainment. I'm like, I, I, I can't do this. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to watch. But I appreciate his approach. It's he's on another level, dude. He's, oh yeah, he's doing something. Crazy I, I want to see him bring in like uh, like just like delusional A's fans on there, just to see like what would your rehearsal be if you could talk to like. <laughs> oh man, I would be one of those. I'm I am always delusional at the beginning of the season, regardless if we're good if we're Remember, bad or not. Dude. After Dude, those I... first two weeks, you go back and listen to our podcast. Those first mm-hmm. two weeks, we're like, you know, the Hayes might not be that bad. Like this offense <laughs> yeah. is hitting well. Yeah, we're I'm. I'm like I've, I've been that way like coach. every fucking year. I thought they were going to win 72 games this year, and then they're at like 48. <laughs> 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 not looking good. Not looking hey, good. How do you guys feel about us? Because I had somebody text me on the side about it huge fan of the new scheduling format next year i, I yeah. like it i, I outside I, of having to play the eight like this weird curse that we have where we have to play the angels every opening day um or it feels like every opening day yeah love it love the format man i, I think it's good for viewers but bad for for players <laughs> i think the travel's gonna suck for them like mm-hmm. i was looking at like they don't they have like random ass trips they're going all over the fucking place like yeah like pretty much their only trips they have together that are together are like houston and texas otherwise they're going from like kansas city to new york or like florida to pittsburgh to milwaukee like you know they're going all fucking all over the place like it's rough or like seattle to denver like I don't know. Those are all like four hour rides or like three hour rides, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I, I like that. 
you know, That's especially like me and <laughs> me and Julio. Yeah, me and Julio, who we live in like LA, when they play the Dodgers, they only come in town for two games. It's like, no, like I want now that there's like a full series and we like have multiple chances to go see them and shit. Yeah. The other thing too is I think we're gonna start seeing this kind of disparity we were seeing with like these top teams that were just pretty much beating up on their division the whole time. Like the Astros. Yeah. Astros are pretty much ran away with this division because the bottom three teams are so bad that they were they pretty much clinched the, the division uh, not like unofficially <laughs> clinched the division like in July. You're not yeah. gonna hopefully yeah. you Even will not see that anymore. A little yeah. Yeah. So like well, you're gonna see, you know, fingers crossed, but let's see. But yeah, now you guys say that's smart just for marketing. It's like just spread everybody around, like just put the A's in weird market. I don't know, just put people in teams in weird markets. Like, yeah, that makes why not? Yeah. And think about the potential of like you know, teams and like broadcasts love when they're like, oh, this is blah blah blah's player first time playing in front of his family. Because, <laughs> and he was able to do that because he's from Milwaukee and he was never yeah. able to play. I think it's a good family. move. Yeah, I think it's a good move. I mean, I, I I think West Coast teams get really screwed because they're it's just hard for West Coast teams to get around. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just part of the deal. But I, I think it's good. I think it's fucking I th- oh, I, you I'm, know- I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, shouldn't ESPN shouldn't is- fans in in Pittsburgh be able to see Otani and, and Trout play? Like yeah, you know, yeah, like that, that you know, yeah. you know, yeah. spread make the game more more national as opposed to regional. Yeah, like the A's are going to play in St. Louis. Salivating yeah. to have her every year. They're going to have Yankees Dodgers. Yeah, on their broadcast like they're they're thirsty about that show. Yeah. Every year they're going to have. Um, and that's like the most marquee match I can think of. Well, well like the <laughs> NBA does that, right? Like the NBA makes everybody play everybody at least once, right? Like everybody at least twice. Everybody. And then oh, you so. play teams in your conference four times. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's just hella smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny. Like, okay, I know the nine game losing streak happened, but besides that, I was looking at some numbers. Since July, the A's are pretty good. They're 21 and 17. If you wipe away the nine game losing streak, they're 21 and 17 since July 1st. That's crazy to me. That sounds like a Bob Fitzgerald stat. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you since, just take away the worst part. Since the end of July, the A's, if the season started then, the A's would be in the playoffs. They're 21 and 26. Yeah. 21 yeah. and 26 you know, overall. Warriors were outscored by, by 40 in the paint. But they came away with tw- with ten steals, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also the free throw disparities, are disgusting. Yeah. You know, now, if those ten steals counted for threes, I mean the Warriors would be winning. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously that was a very cherry pick stat. Very cherry pick stat. <laughs> Water under the bridge at this point because they got another title this year. But man, nineteen twenty season, Bob Fitzgerald was just putting in overtime that year. I mean, what it's do you like, think, Bob? Well, how many <laughs> were you not watching many Warriors games from 2008 to 2000? Yeah, you're right. No, like, Bob no, Fitzgerald was doing it back then, too. He's, 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 yeah. He is overtime. Like, that's the brand. Yeah. <laughs> I just love when other memes comes out when he's got the like gigantic mouth going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I'm, I'm, and it's uh, funny. There was a point where like the Yankees had a, or the A's had a better record than the Yankees since like the beginning of July. And mm. I was, I was on, felt like I was on top of the world for a moment. <laughs> but then they went on a nine game losing streak and then they lost two out of three to Miami. Dude, how, how do you guys know? So you guys grew up together or what? You guys grew mm-hmm. up in Southern California uh, where oh, you guys grew up around here and then you guys both moved down there or like in, what, in Antioch. Yeah. Antioch. 
So Julio's Julio's one of my brother's best friends growing up. He we our houses we our families have known each other pretty much since Julio and my brother Larry met in like kindergarten or whatever and became friends yep. and oh, wow. our families knew each other and yeah we just grew up together. We're both we were both diehard Ace fans. My brother jumped ship and jumped on the bandwagon in 2007 when he or 2010 when the Giants won the World Series and he was like I live in San Francisco. I have to be the Giants. <laughs> No, bro, you don't. You, your entire family is Ace fans. You're you're the child of season ticket holders, but you know whatever. Um, <laughs> Still not bitter, not bitter at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Julio Julio moved down there a little bit after I did, but he was in Anaheim, and then he moved to LA a little bit later. Yeah. So I've been down here since 2013, but then in, in LA since 2016. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, I've probably known Chris since like he was in diapers more or less yeah. like i probably didn't realize that i was like five years old when i remember his brother but chris's yeah. dad was actually my principal mm-hmm. too so he's my principal too <laughs> oh what the fuck <laughs> wait so you've so you've known his dad even for like for like a long time too like they like yeah. way back in the no day. yeah I, our I, family's known, like family friends family's like yeah we did uh you know the outdoor ed multi-day field trip and his dad <laughs> was like one of my one of my room chaperones along with uh mr D'Amico. Are you guys um, big, uh, big Paul Blackbird guys? Are you guys, uh, oh, yeah, dude? <laughs> oh, we yeah. try to wrap as much through code news. Oh, the funniest thing happened, or we talked about it on um, the playback, was when I was at the All Star game, I saw this lady with like a black, a Blackburn All Star jersey, and I was like, Polly B, like yelling. And she just turned around, she's like, That's brother. I'm like, Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like actually, and we're just like we're she's just like, talking. Yeah, yeah. We're like, he's hey man, a- I'm from Antioch. We're so proud of him. Like, we're yeah, so yeah. happy for all the success he's had and all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but real quick, I'm, we're just gonna I'm gonna put put this uh shameless production or promotion in here, Chris. Let uh, Chris's brother Larry. I don't know if you've seen uh videos of around town. He's actually the person who put up with the documentary We Were Hyphy. Have you heard that? Have you heard about he's, it yet? Have you seen directed. it? We were hyphy. No, I gotta check it out. No, I it's about the it's about the hyphy movement. Um, he interviewed like a bunch of different people for it. He interviewed like Mr. Fab, G uh, Easy. Um, when did um, it come out? The V Digs. Um, it's in it's going around like the festival circuit right now. Um, uh, but it came out this year. Oh shit, man! I'm yeah. gonna check it out, man. No, yeah. I gotta check that out. That's yeah, sick. Dude. Go check it out. We were hyphy. um uh. It should be coming to a streaming service near you soon. <laughs> But yeah, sick man. Can, can I just say something really quick about Paul Blackburn though? Um, so <laughs> Paul Blackburn, he was born in Antioch, and I think he went uh, probably elementary school in Antioch. But he's like a Brentwood, so I just want to make that clear. But we still got love for Brentwood. We still got love for Brent. Brentwood, well, Brentwood, Antioch, Oakley. It's basically one just big city. Joe Mixon went to Freedom. Oh uh, yeah, Antioch native. And then uh, where Najee Harris? So he's from. Najee went to Antioch High School. Oh no, he went, went to Antioch High School. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's sick, dude. Yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. The yeah. a- Antioch's been pumping out running backs over like the last ten years or fifteen years, if you want to count Taiwan in there too. Yeah. Did I lose you guys? No, we're here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you were frozen. Okay, shit. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> no, no. I, I just wasn't had, moving. Oh, okay. you know, I actually had um my one of my cousins was down here last month from Oakland and she was like you think Antioch's the barrier I'm like yes Antioch's the part of the barrier I'm like of course we have a park station asshole 
We have a bar station. <laughs> Bay Area Rapid Transit. Yep. Um, we have a bar station. The runoff of the bay is the Delta going through Manioc. I'm like, go look. If you go look at the people who came from Manioc and made an impact on the culture and stuff, like there's a lot more people. Oh, yeah, like Najee Harris, yeah, people say oh, he's from the Bay Area. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. The Antioch is claimed. <laughs> <laughs> My joke was like, hey, man, I saw some rough shit growing up. In, and like, don't get me wrong, it is suburbs, but I saw some rough shit growing up in Antioch too. So it's like, that's, also, my claim to fame is like, if you've been to if you've been through some rough stuff in Antioch, then that's Bay Area. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I grew up in Alameda till I was six, and I grew up in Moraga, so I didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so Have you guys heard of the rapper La Russell? Um, from, no. From Vallejo, he's good, man. He's really good. He, I I'll check recommend. him out. Yeah, check well, him out. La Russell. Yeah, L A Russell. Yeah. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah, he has some really crazy uh, freestyle on Breakfast Club too on YouTube. It's really good, but but yeah, just on Spotify. Yeah, he's he's good, man. Check him out. Uh, but I just honestly wanted to like wrap it up. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about, but uh, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm I'm good. I got uh, yeah yeah. I, I I think I think we covered oh, <laughs> we I mean, covered a lot. We talked for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I think the big question is like what what are you what would you be when do you think we're going to be again? What's your time frame? I think it's going to be in two years, like next season yeah. and then the following season. I know a lot of people are like five years from now, but there's a lot of this the, of the talent that we have. It's it's pretty. There's a lot of depth in the talent that we have coming up, in my opinion. There, there's what's, no real standout except for Soderstrom, but there's guys that are that are like, play, like back to playoffs or like what do you? Yeah, yeah. playoffs are good or like above playoffs, 500. Playoffs, playoffs have some moves to make to to be um oh i thought you i maybe, thought you said champion. yeah maybe maybe like 2024 yeah, yeah probably like 2024 because like i i think next year they're gonna be maybe closer to like 70 wins as opposed to 60 or like maybe yeah. maybe even maybe even flirt with 500 you know um and then 2024 like if they're not good then then something went wrong you know yeah i think yeah good in 2024 uh, playoff contender 2025 so when when howard terminal opens howard terminal or bus <laughs> it'll be in in 2025 yeah i like I, that yeah I, I feel like even if they like yeah i wonder how long like even if they put a shovel in the ground today like it probably wouldn't be till what 25 26 i don't know yeah yeah probably like another three. i don't know dude so far got one up really quick and that is that that's a fortress yeah and also, that's an owner who cares. That's true. Dude, my internet is the fucking worst. All right. And like I said, we had a bunch of technical difficulties for this episode. Sorry about that. Hope you all made it through. If you made it this far, props to you. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, thanks to Julio and Chris for stopping by. I had a lot of fun. Uh, Julio Reynoso and Chris Magical, the Town Tailgate podcast. Uh, it's a fun Oakland A's podcast. They pretty much every week they're dropping episodes. They've been doing it for uh, for a few years now. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Always fun to talk to them. Yeah, make sure to follow them on Twitter and YouTube, the Town Tailgate, Town Tailgate podcast. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Big four-game series with the Yankees coming up. 
uh, Lou Trevino. I really want to see him in some high-pressure situations. So, yeah, all right. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. Thanks so much. We'll be back with an episode soon. An- another episode soon. <laughs>